This episode of the Opie Radio podcast is sponsored by OpieRadio.com. Get a shirt or a hat for Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate. Now, on with the show. Opie's at Gephardt's with the baby pigeon killer and his neighbor Judd. Wait till you hear the connection Judd has with Woody Harrelson. I can't wait to hear what dumb fruity thing Opie's drinking because some things never change. So crank it up, you bitch. It's time for the Opie Radio Podcast. All right, we are live at Get Parts on the Upper West Side here in New York City. It's a, it's our beer culture joint, Vic Henley. I love this place, man, and Matt's so good to us. Yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's 2 a.m., uh, 2, 2 p.m., or 6 p.m. Yeah. Get out of here. Leave him alone. <laughs> yes. He, he opens up the tab. The food starts coming. It's always really He fun. shuts down everything so we can podcast, he puts which us is in very, the very nice. It's, it's, really a, nice. it's a great place. You should check it out for yourself if you find yourself in New York City or if you're a New Yorker, then come up to the Upper West Side. It's on 72nd Street. Also want to say hi to Judd, who's Vic Henley's neighbor. Judd Jones. Yes, sir. Thank uh, you. All Judd right. Jones. Is I burped? Who's a uh, comic? He uh, had to go on social media and say that Opie. I don't think Opie knew I was a comic. <laughs> so, so I want to make that perfectly clear that I did know you were a comic. All right. Fair well, enough. you sent him on a beer run, and you were super picky about it, if you remember. Well, that was the episode that's titled uh, Vic Henley. Pigeon ba- killer. Baby pigeon killer. Baby yes. pigeon killer. Baby pigeon killer. Uh, whatever. Yes. And, and Judd was uh, definitely doing well on the podcast, and then he hit it out of the park at the end of that episode. If you never got to the end of that episode, go there and check out uh, Judge uh, Judge's uh, cow story. Cow story. Cow story. Killer. That's right. Thank you. It, it absolutely it. killed. So, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we are, yeah, we're at Get Parts for another fine podcast. So In a misty, rainy, crazy December. And yeah. it's 50 goddamn degrees. It's like 57. It, yeah, it's almost like 60. It's oh, absurd, really? It's yeah. almost 60. I yeah. had to turn on my air conditioner when I went to bed last night. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, I'm just sweating because I've had the flu for 10 days, so I, I just assumed it was the flu that's making me sweat. But, okay, it's it's 60 degrees, so I'm, I'm overdressed for a day like today. I thought it was everybody was uh, finally discovered your talent level. What does that mean? Just that sort of a dick. I don't even get it. You can't it. sleep at night because you're so horrible. Oh, <laughs> wow. I was doing the old pre-mean. He's going pre- in early. He's pre-mean going in me. early. Pre-mean it? me. I was just going. Vic likes going in early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes going in early with the insults and then it well, just Well, you brought me worse. a pear cider that tastes no, like a Jolly I, Rancher apple. Well, I'll be honest with you. At Gephardt's, they have uh, so many different things to choose from. And I remember being here with our dear friend Carl. Uh, we were sitting at that yes. high top over there in the corner, and he got me. He got me this pear cider. Okay. Because he said you gotta check this out. Yeah. It's pretty good, but Fine. It, but like you said, it tastes. Like Blame a- the dead guy. He can't answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I don't know. I'll stop doing it. But um, <laughs> not really. But it tastes like a liquid Jolly Rancher, like it's you said. so good. But it's almost too sweet. It's good. One, but you, you can you only have one. Yeah. You can only have but it's, one. But it's like the when the Jolly Rancher shot. It's like any shot. You know, when the when the bartender or bar fly idiot goes, it tastes just like breakfast. Yeah. And they're like, yes, it does. Yeah. That was a Jameson and a butterscotch and an orange juice on the Ooh. side. Tastes like you just had. Ooh. 
pancakes and waffles. No, but most of your shots that taste like something, yeah. Jolly Rancher or whatever, they yeah. do, but do you it's like, still a horrible But drink. I dare you to eat, I went drink back, a full no, can I, of that. I can't even. I went back to vodka There's soda. There's no way. No, no, no Straight way. to vodka soda. I'm just going to sip it. I mean, I, I'm still on medication for the flu. I was going to say for other things. <laughs> what, what is that about? <laughs> you left the door open. Oh, okay. That's all. Don't leave the door open. <laughs> um, and, and we all got sick while we were down at Disney, man. Last time I saw oh, you, I was yes, just you about were getting to ready for Disney. And Bootleg Disney. Bootleg, that's right. It wasn't. Although I don't want the family to get mad. Yeah. But it's. Well, it was. It was uh, we did Disney a little differently because my, <laughs> my mother in law, for her birthday, wanted the whole family together. Big milestone birthday, right? Sorry. What? Wasn't it a milestone, like a 60th or something? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, so it was but, a big big milestone birthday. Uh, yeah, and it was her 60th, so. Sorry for outing her. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't look well, 60, trust me. But no. She um, gave me a hand job in the ninth grade. Whoa, hey! <laughs> hey, hey you going hey, after hey. my mother-in-law! Wait a minute, mother-in-law. Hey. <laughs> it's an age joke. It's an age. Age. A-G-E. A-G-E. No, so she wanted everybody together in Disney for her big birthday, and uh, we rented a house that had a... That had a uh, frozen theme. Oh, the so the musical, the whole yeah, so so Olaf were, and yeah, it had like everybody a, really. Yeah, it had an Olaf thing near the pool, and it had uh, rooms that kind of looked like from Frozen, and paintings all over the walls and stuff. It was, it was very very nice, but it was it was a lot because we left right after Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, this is the time of year where it gets hectic to begin with. And we went down there for a week to celebrate her birthday. But, I mean, she can't change when her birthday is, right? Seven, seven. I saw all the pictures. I really liked it. I really did. I like it when people that hate you. and you Who th- hates me? No. Okay. You want to start that list? <laughs> Actually, it's a wrong list. But I like it when I see you doing regular normal stuff. Because oh, it yeah. reminds me of the 19 idiots that just hate you on whatever social or whatever's going on. I'm like, right. motherfucker, this is 25 years ago. Look, he's at Disney. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's doing the bane of all our existence. Sure. Every dude's been stuck, whether it's holding <laughs> your purse at the mall yeah. or we're in the shit line and we don't get the yeah. fast track at Disney. It's, it's, not, front of, it it's not front of the line, Disney. That's how it goes. Right. You're not, you're that's not, why he's really nice about yeah, this. Absolutely. And sure. no one thinks he's a regular person, and I know he is because he tells me, he calls me along and he's like, you're not going to believe me. <laughs> I'm like, what's going to believe me? Oh, so somebody from your family you said it was your birthday and you got to show up and be regular yeah regular person that's right <laughs> you're, not allowed, you're not allowed to learn or or grow if you're, right. if you're in the public eye like a lot of these assholes Correct. still think i'm um oh I'm, yeah i'm the shock jock oh guy. yeah you're stomping on cakes and shitting on homeless yeah. people's faces and i'm oh hey i never know. did that no i'm, well, I'm I sha- did one out I'm, of one of the two i'm shaving my pubes on a lady's face on 42nd street that never happened <laughs> right, right, just make right, up right. stupid shit that never happened and but last week right. he was on the olaf ride <laughs> you know or whatever <laughs> i did do a homeless um poo mustache once though oh i'm curious homeless I'm poo oh, mustache i don't like that i'm i'm nervous why are you nervous? Because of poo and homeless. <laughs> I mean, con- please continue. I'm intrigued. <laughs> yes. We had uh, one of our homeless uh, friends would come in, and um, we learned that uh, because he's homeless, he doesn't take a lot of showers, and he doesn't uh, change his clothes a lot. So we were curious to see what was in his underwear. Oh. I don't know how it got to that point, but it did. <laughs> and we had to cut his underwear off him. Oh. And in it were petrified uh, rocks of poo. Petrified. Oh, God. Hard as just dropping something hard on this table. 
marble. Rocks. Like when it turns white, when it's pet poop. Oh no, it was it was it oh. was still the color. Oh. oh. It was still the color, but it was it was like he had rocks in his underwear. And then we kind of like, you know, when you get find an Indian pot on the beach and you you, you kind of put a little water on it to <laughs> rehydrate to, to bring it back to life a little bit. Find the real colors. So we yeah. did that to bring it back to life a little, and then I then I put it under my nose, and uh, you know. Oh, you put it under your nose? Yeah, why not? You wore a petrified poo mustache. Yes, on your nose? that's oh. a good group of words. That is petrified poo. Petrified poo, poo mustache. mustache. That's, that's right. That'd be a great uh, title for a special. Oh that's right. my god, that's not bad actually. So, but that, yeah. you know. sometimes I think you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one of these days. Hey, I got to jump in here for a second. I'm editing this episode on my couch, and I realized that I never did the homeless poo mustache. I mixed it up with the time I did the Rich Voss baby diaper mustache. The man who did the homeless petrified poo mustache from Tippy Tom's underwear was the great Pat Duffy, who did amazing things for the old radio show. And uh, matter of fact, as I was researching this, I found the audio, so... Sit back and enjoy this. This is so funny and so gross. I think you're going to love it. Check out Pat Duffy here, and then we'll get back to the episode at Get Parts. Oh, this is awful. If I get new underwear, I'll yes. be happy. All right. You got oh, all right. Oh. All right, get the other side. Oh. Yeah, Civil War was a good war. Well, I was happy there. How's he getting the underwear? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Put it on the Put him up. Put him up. Oh, all right, open them up. Yeah. Fuck with that. Best man. Just put them up on the table. I think there's an ant in this. I can't even explain what this looks like. Oh, God. Get in there and spread it open. We cut the underpants off. Oh, my God. All right, hold on. Hold on. Don't move it. Oh my god, don't move it. Holy shit, you gotta be kidding me. Really? Fuck. Hold on, hold on. Listen to this. Listen to this. I I can't wait. That was in his underpants. Listen, listen. Holy crap. It's like petrified. I know, there's fucking. Go get me some get me some water. Oh no, soften it up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Pat Duffy. This is Tippy Tom's underwear. This is (laughs) Tippy Tom's. Underpants, mustache. Shush it. I don't know, Clorox. I 
can't. Wow. I can't. Oh, I can't. Holy wow. shit. You're right, Pat. I'm, f- I'm all right, yeah. Uh, so we have, that tops anything. Fucking Duffy. That tops anything I've seen anybody ever do, ever. I can't believe you said that. I would have never done that. Well, no, I mean, well, when you're when That's you're ballsy oh or boozy. Well, well, when you're a shock jock and you're telling everyone else to do all the crazy shit and you you're have getting to do the credit right, for right. it, every once in a while you got to nah. do something to go. Hey, man, I'm willing to do some of this stuff too. <laughs> I ate the sheep's eyeball that day. We yes, all you did. we all took a we all took a bite of the bull's penis. Ah, uh, yes. Even the magician. Remember, we had a scary magician. <laughs> he was terrified because he just thought he was coming in and do magic tricks. <laughs> and like, we well, are actually going to have to fucking suck a penis head and take a little chunk. <laughs> the eyeball busted in my mouth. When uh, I, uh, and, God, and, and you taste you the crunch of the lens, right? And yes. Then, then, and and then, then Stefano was going to vomit. And the then Stefano. the squish of the juice, of the eye yes. juice. But it didn't taste like anything. It was just water. Right. Like right, right. Yeah, but it, was but it looked super gross because it's eye, it's it's yeah. calf eye juice. super hacky. Show me the eyeball. There you go. Oh my God, dude, I'm going to get All sick. Right. All right. There you go. I'll do it. <laughs> get all weird. Here we go. I've never done this ever. This, all right, I'm charging you $3,000 for this. I'd gladly pay it so I don't have to eat it. So I'm going to invoice somebody. I'm invoicing somebody. I hope you puke. I'm not going to puke. <laughs> I hope you puke. Oh! Oh! oh, oh God, what was that? Mm. What squirted mm. out? Fat. No, it's fine. It's not. It's fine. It's totally fine. I know the longer I wait, the harder it gets. Just right? It's like it. jumping off. I just did it. Chew it. You got to chew it up. It's fatty. It tastes like nothing. It tastes like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like nothing. Oh, did you see I that? Can't it. You thought about what it was. You started He's thinking about it. You started thinking about it. <laughs> I kind of liked it actually. Did you see it just fall out of his mouth? I know, but it kind of it tastes. It's dude, you're from the south. You get you'll eat but a person with well, bacon. Uh, my mother dude, eats squirrel. How yeah. the fuck did you eat that? Because it's you. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh. So anyway, um, but with Florida. Yeah, it, honestly, in the end, it was a good trip, but we had seven kids under the age of nine, and then eight adults. We had 15 in a house, and we were doing, every day, we were at a different park. I mean, wow. What, you wouldn't do that? No. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people. Ever, that's that's a lot I of have people. a calculation of a risk to reward. Yeah. And once it gets into 80 mile an hour piled into this and Forever. 80 mile an hour piled into that. Yeah. I need a higher batting average, right? But what? But what if your your girl said, you know, we're going to Disney with a whole oh, bunch I would, of us? No, I know. Then I know. you would be doing it, right? That's why I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm with Nikki, but yeah, no, it's the same thing. She sometimes she cons me into some of this stuff, and I'm like, I'm just not. I didn't grow up doing this. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be mad. And then I don't want to be. I'd rather just Vic's at the hotel watching Auburn, yeah, mm-hmm. rather than. Uh, Vic yanked somebody out of the roller coaster and slapped the snow cone guy. <laughs> well, I mean, it was hectic, but it was also, you know, we, we, made, I like it. we no. made some really good memories, but but it was problematic at times. So right. the first day we went to the Magic Kingdom, and that was wonderful, and had the start of the vacation was awesome. Second day, we're going to Hollywood Studios. Everyone is or- ordering the Ubers because now we're taking Ubers to the park. And I, I feel a little like a little uh, something in my lower back. And as you know by now, I have a mm-hmm. really bad lower back. Um, I believe your wife says it's made out of, uh, what is it, kids glue and scotch, uh, well, scotch she, tissue. Well, she says <laughs> graham crackers and glue. Okay. She calls me old crumple really, spine. She really does have a bad back. She calls me old crumple spine. And she also says when my back goes, it's like I have uh, legs of Muppets. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> you ever see the Muppets? Right. Well, that's five good jokes. Sure. And every yeah. once in a while, I love Lens. That's every once in a while they'll show the angle where no, you well, can they're dangling. You can see them just wind. Yeah, and they didn't hook up the cord. The legs yeah, yeah. don't work. Right. And pretty much the legs are dead. That's what happens to me for real. Freely so, dangling. Yeah. So I'm, ha- I'm having a slight little tinge in my lower back after the first day at the park, and I'm like, I can't ruin this big vacation. We've been planning this for a while. So I go back to my room as people are waiting for Ubers on the stoop of the house, the frozen house. And I do this one move, right? And it pulls out my back worse than it's ever been pulled out oh. in my life. So you're double over. Or... Yeah. It's called a vertical shift. Have you ever heard of this? No. No. A vertical it sh- sounds descriptive. A vertical shift is basically if you're looking at someone and it looks like they're leaning up against a wall, but there's no wall in sight. So your spine is on a complete angle. And one Ooh. shoulder is way lower than the other. The other shoulder is way up in the air because now your spine is going on a complete angle. It's almost like you got your hip out, like, hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys. Queen Latifah, U-N-I-T-Y. All the way back, all the way back. So I do this move to take care of the little tinge. Racism, Rose on about it. And it also, when it, it, it pulls out my back, I limp out to the stoop because I'm like, no, 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 don't ruin this fucking vacation. I got two small kids, my wife, it's my wife's family, uh, my in-laws and all that. I start panicking and then I go, you know what? If I stay on my tippy toe on my right foot, I think I'll be all right for the day. This is what I'm saying oh to myself. Oh my God, I'm, I'm miserable, dude. And then, and then it gets worse. God. Then it gets worse, and I pretty much fall to the ground in front of everybody, <laughs> the other 14 people I'm with, and, and my little kids. And all of a sudden, they have to help me back in the room. What's wrong with Dad? Open uh, down. I, I can't even stand anymore. <laughs> can't even stand. Did the kids ask you anything? Huh? Did they say anything? Did they? No. Because like, everybody that just age. running. But they didn't run like, are you okay? No, of course they did. They well, were, that's what I meant, right? Yeah, they were concerned. Some sort of, you know, other uh, than Lindsay going, Dad's crippled. Yeah, no, my <laughs> My wife was really concerned. I'm like, look, we've been through this many times. Just get me back in the room and just get me on the floor. And then on the floor, I couldn't get up anymore. And she goes, let me call an ambulance. I'm like, we are in Disney. You're going to Hollywood Studios, and and I'll figure this shit out. I oh, want you to go. Classic dad. Nice. Nice. Oh, what, like what do you it. think I was going to no, do? I don't that know. Impressive. Sometimes you're weak and unsuccessful. <laughs> what do you think I was going to do? <laughs> no, I knew you were going to absolutely. No, that's great, though. That, that, she... I actually. Yeah, yeah. This is why I like him, because <laughs> I'm one of the few people. I'll give him tons of shit, and he's like, he's an asshole. I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 no. Per example, this story. There you go. Sorry, back right. and then and then uh, my wife's like, "Well, my parents will take the kids. I'll stay with you. We'll try to figure it out. We'll get an ambulance. We'll go to uh, urgent <laughs> care. We'll go to a chiropractor." I'm like, "No, you go." And and now this is the part I have to admit to be a, a, a full a full human here. They leave. They get in their Ubers and they take off. I I, I could hear. I can't even watch because I'm on the floor. I hear the cars go away, and now I'm all alone in the frozen house. <laughs> I break down and start crying. Oh, I have to because because I'm a full human being these days. You had to days. let it go. Get him on there. That's right. Let it go. Sorry, there you know go. I'm gonna take it. Nice, so, you know nice. I'm gonna take it. I like that. It. <laughs> I like that. Uh, if you're leaving it open, I'm taking it. Take, take all shots. So I, I have a good cry because I know when my back does this, uh, the vertical shift, which I only learned, and I'll explain to you how I learned that in a second. But when it happens like that, I'm done for a month. So now I'm on the floor. Ooh. 
They left, and I'm thinking to myself, I just ruined our family vacation because now it's, this is going to be incredibly problematic, right? So it took me 15 minutes to get off the floor, back into the bed where I could get some comfort, and then I'm laying there, and I know I got all day because they had a long day planned at Hollywood Studios. I'm thinking to myself, don't feel sorry for yourself. Do what you can to figure this out, right? So I grab my laptop, and I start looking up uh, urgent cares and chiropractors. But then I quickly realized that I can't walk or drive a car. <laughs> so I can, even if I found an urgent care, it's well, impossible. The pain is so bad, it's impossible to stand and especially drive oh. uh, and walking, forget it. So I'm like, fuck, what else can I do? So I started looking up uh, how-to videos on YouTube. <laughs> and okay. I figured out what I had <laughs> right. with the videos. I'm like, right. okay, I got a crooked spine. So I, I put crooked spine in YouTube, blah, 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 blah. And long story short, I found out I had this vertical shift. So I'm like, okay, how do you fix a vertical shift? Yes. So all of a sudden I found some videos and, and there's a move where you, you go up Uh-oh. against the You know how you're... It looks yeah. like you're leaning up against the wall. I got it. Now you take that position. So now you put your arm on the wall. So now you are leaning. And then it's excruciating pain. But then you have to somehow push your left hip, in my case, as far to the wall as possible as you're on that angle. And you have to do this over and over again. So I started doing it because I'm like, I got to try something. It's those Dak Prescott hip exercises. That's right. Throws, Have you seen the Dak Prescott hip right. exercises? No, what's that? No, it's what you're talking hip. about. That's oh, right. really? He has a special drill. Like he's, I guess, right, That's Judd? right. Is, yeah. I think he's the only dude in the NFL who does these weird. Okay. It's like he drops shifty. back. He'll, he'll drop back and then shift his hip as if he's for laughing. Oh, okay. yeah, he'll yeah. just pop his hip. Well, this out. is right. more. You're leaning. I got you. With your right elbow, your left hip is way out from the wall. Your feet are way out from the wall, and then you push as far as you can to the wall. You're basically trying to straighten your own spine. I start screaming bloody murder and hurts so much. Because you did it right, probably. No, but I'm like, but I got to try. No, you had to, right. So it's like, uh, it's, it's like sets of 10 every hour. I was doing sets of 15 every two minutes. Because I'm oh, panicking now. Excessive. I'm like, I got to. Yeah, but, yeah, but I got right. to figure this out. I'm still in pain. I need more oxy. <laughs> right. It's never a good thought. And then the, the first. Never, sorry, the, never a good it's, thought. The first hour was a lot of pain. But all of a sudden, I'm like, wait ah. a minute. It's slightly better. So I kept going, and then I started believing in myself, and I kept doing it and doing it. And then I started watching other videos online, how to fix your back videos. And one, I'm not going to lie to you, it was a bit homoerotic, and I didn't realize that. Is it more homo or erotic? It was. It was. Uh, that's the standard. Sorry, that's, no, a that's, hack. It was, that's a hack. It was. It was. <laughs> a hack joke. I always have. Anytime someone says homoerotic, I'm required under I'll, Articles of Confederation Comedy 147, Paragraph Two. I have to say, was it more homo or erotic? Well, I'll tell you this. It took me 20 minutes to figure out it was homoerotic. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, I, it was this chiropractor, See? and he was adjusting. He was adjusting this this guy that was probably in his mid twenties, and the chiropractor was about sixty to sixty five, and he's on one of those tables where they push down. Have you guys ever mm-hmm. done this? Oh, yeah, yeah. And every time he pushed down, the twenty five year old would be like, Ugh! and I'm like, okay, I guess that's a noise you would do if you're getting your back adjusted. But over and over. Ugh! <laughs> and I'm like, it finally hit me Great. that because on YouTube they try to get away with things like under the guise that this is helping your back. It's obviously a video to hopefully, uh, 
you know, turn some 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 dudes on, I guess. No, I so I had to move on from that video. I had to move on from that video. Long story short, okay. I got my back. To I was going to say there's an ending to this. I got my back to a point where I fixed myself. Ended up going shopping at Target for the household grocery shopping, and then everyone came home after being gone all day, and they're like, they were so confused, especially my wife, because she understands, you know, how bad. How especially bad, when right. I showed her the angle, she's yes. like, "Fuck, we're well, fucked for right. a month." I'm like, Lindsay, I think I fixed my own back while you were away oh, watching shit. YouTube videos. But with that said, it kept going back. So I had to do this move for the for the next five or six days as I was walking around the park. I could walk for 10 minutes and then feel the pain. Yeah, find a wall, do it, and I was able to. Uh, still, I was wow. able to get through the vacation. I like it. Yeah, so. I got impressive. a corner. There's a closet door in my house every now and then that I have to get in there, like the bare necessities. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's kind of what you're saying. I'm yeah. part of it is the massage angle, and part of it's kind of the itchy, scratchy, feel good angle. But right. every it, time I do it, I'm like, oh man! I wake up the next day, I feel a million percent better. It's called a vertical shift, and then you have to do the vertical glide to. Hopefully get it back, which I... That's a skateboard movie with Tony Hawk in the 80s. That's right. Vertical Glide. It made some of the rides very problematic, though, because I was on, oh, you know, yeah. some of these rides where I was holding on for dear life. Because, But although the safari at Animal Kingdom, I, th oh. I think finally put my back back in place because of the bumps. But I still can't... Oh. Do you like the... Do you think it's weird that the animals are out there in that weird? I mean, I like all the... Other theme park stuff, but the I, I we're love gonna that. put a rhinoceros in New Jersey. Always <laughs> well, throws me. That's one. I mean, that's the only one. Yeah, but I'm that gonna... rhinoceros is saying thank you. Yes, yeah, right. because they had it's three got a pretty good life. They had three <laughs> white rhinos. They True. get they're taken care no, of, and they correct. know that there's no risk of them being killed for their stupid horns. So Maybe. some some Chinese man can get a heart on. I was going to be careful you went for it. Yes. Right. Asian. Yeah. And the safari people that. Dried yeah. tiger penis. <laughs> yeah. Chewy. It's fucking so weird. Well, they take the white rhino's uh, horn. horn and they grind it down. And, and people actually believe all over the world that this will make you hard. Well, we have right. the drugs that will make you hard. Just go get that. Yeah. Leave the goddamn rhino alone. Jeannie McCarvey believes that, uh, that vaccinations don't work. Oh, that's true. There's, There's plenty that. of stupid true. shit. Right. So we got right. stupid people all over the place. And then, you know. <laughs> the guy that, uh, during the safari is like look the, the horn on the white rhino is made out of the same exact it's material it's your fingernails exactly it's, Exa it's, the, exact it's the exact same, same thing. thing and they're killing I think ah. the white rhinos are down to like less than 5,000 in the entire world do you remember the old wild kingdoms where uh, you know the hackiest joke that every comic did forever was Marlon Perkins the 80 year old sure. guy would be up in the tree and sure. he would put Jim Fowler yeah. in, in the fucking, in danger in the Amazon wrestling in Anaconda yeah. yeah and I brought one of the greatest trips when I was a kid and we went out to the San Diego Zoo and they had one of those first wild animal parks but it was in Escondido California so it was 12,000 acres so it wasn't like riding around Jersey and yeah. seeing the mean mm -hmm. one that's connected to Six Flags wherever right. you were yeah. this was a full on three trams <laughs> and the greatest and guess who jim was our narrator no oh my God. jim fowler wow my aunt i couldn't she's i'm like i was probably 10 and didn't know what a boner meant <laughs> <laughs> but i know it's goddamn jim from wild kingdom wow, who was wrestling awesome. me and my aunt's just trying to be spoiling me and give me a great vacation and yeah. everything and she's like well, i think we should do this sideline trip and we run around they got them in their natural habitat and everything and then the minute goes uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jim Fowler, and I'm like, oh! <laughs> oh, shit. Well, then, now, the other one that goes with this, and that's just kind of a cute one. The funny, mean one is Jack Hanna, Jungle Jack. Yeah, of course. Columbus, Ohio. 
So every time he would go to Columbus, Ohio to work the Funny Bone, he was a big comedy fan. So frequently, you catch when, hey, Jack's coming out. And if Jack offers you the backstage tour at the zoo, take it because it's amazing. But get ready because whenever you see the lions, he's going to pull a trick on you. <laughs> and he had this thing where it looks like they're feeding the lions and we're having the total glass barrier in front of us and nothing bad's going to happen. And then Jack Cannon would do something like, well, actually, I can lower the barrier because I've been feeding these animals since they're babies and they, they're totally normal to me. They're used to human contact. And Jack Cannon would lower the barrier and every goddamn lion would run straight to the barrier, stomping, because he's throwing oh, raw shit. meat. It's feeding time. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't know this. He's, he said, oh, you can pet them. And then he raises the glass and throws the meat in and they come running in. <laughs> then he'd raise the glass back up right when they jump to leap for our throat. He raised the back of the Just glass kidding. back up and go, hey, oh, I'm comedy. He's from Tennessee, redneck motherfucker. Oh <laughs> he's like, oh. Wasn't that funny? What a sick When they were pants. leaping at your yeah. face for yeah. the meat, he would raise the, the moon roof back up. He had confidence. No, he knew he'd done the joke for fucking 30 years. Everybody's he had like, the confidence that he had it figured out to the, to the I know, second. But it was so, but if he went to the bone, if he went to the bone in Columbus, you're like, if Jack takes you on the tour don't get scared by the lines by the lion <laughs> trick he's gonna pull he's lunging at your throat that's amazing yeah. <laughs> the um and then the other thing about uh disney so the with two days left in the trip the kids started breaking down and getting sick mm. and the day we had to fly back like strep and sickness fevers not well it turns out it was strep flu and strep. walking pneumonia it's always strep and walking pneumonia strep, yeah but when we were flying down to uh florida the guy sitting behind me, my wife told me after the fact, I, I, I heard at the end of the flight, the stewardess go to the guy behind me, are you feeling any better? I'm like, fuck, oh, there you go. Jesus. There yeah. you go. That's it. Yeah. And I am patient zero. And and when they start recycling, well, you guys fly a lot. When they start recycling that air, that's when people get sick. No, just pump, you're right. just pumping the snot back through the hole because you never shit. cleared the cabin. Right. right. You never right. aired it. You didn't. Yeah. You can't open the window. Mitt Romney's wife. If you remember <laughs> right. that one? Yes. One of my greatest political <laughs> stupid things that. of Explain ever. That. Explain that one. Mitt Romney when he was running. <laughs> <laughs> His wife asked him, because they're flying around on all these private jets, mm -hmm. and Mitt Romney's wife actually, with a pure thought in her brain, went, well, how come we can't roll the windows down in the airplane just like we can in the car? It's cracking. I'm like, have you never seen a James Bond movie? <laughs> yeah. Do you not remember? It's called depressurization. Yeah. <laughs> you can be the size of a forearm and weigh 180 pounds. You're so straight out the fucking, yeah. Right. right. You're going. Oh, every once in a while, we lose one. Yeah. We lost one not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. Somebody a couple weeks ago. No, no, something happened. Yeah, there was a one that somebody just got sucked out. A couple yeah, weeks ago. I think that's a while ago now. Uh, well, I mean, I smoke a lot of pot. Yeah, all right. So um, <laughs> as we're landing though, sure. my my left nostril started getting ticklish, and I had horrible. Uh, I'll leave that joke alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really? What's your, the joke? There? Your left nostril is starting to get ticklish. Yeah, it's okay, all those videos ahead. you watched. Never mind. You got all excited. I don't know. I was going with Dick in the nose. <laughs> Whoa! <hey. laughs> rare fetish. I was going with the rare. There were no Asians on that. <laughs> <laughs> just going with it. No, it worked. Okay. It worked. <laughs> I just want to go with the Asian. You should. Have small. Gonna, gonna, that would fit in the nose. We're that would end up with Jay Leno in a second. Okay. So I figure we'll continue the. Uh, uh, the lead up it's some, <laughs> some Asian humor uh, that some Asian groups get really mad at. But anyway, um, yeah. So my not so I land and I'm in a full allergy attack. I think. All right. I I took care of that. But anyway, 
So the day we have to fly back to, to New York, my son, who is a trooper, way tougher than his dad, when he gets sick, you barely, you barely know. He just sucks it up. Like, I've never seen a kid suck it up. Nice. And we even tell him, like, So he just chills and reads and hangs out? Or does, I know, he's he miserable, but he doesn't want to mommy, but, ain't, but give me something other than he that, he's fine. He's miserable, but he doesn't whine about right. it. Right. He just oh, sucks it up. Like, it, he'll, he'll wake up in the middle of the night. I, I remember when he was really small. He's now nine. When he was five, let's say, six, he would walk to himself to the bathroom and just puke by himself. Most kids would wait. Oh, he didn't even mommy. No. Excuse me, I burped. He didn't no. even. Didn't, no. Didn't need mom to come he, around or anything. That's a champ. He's a tough kid. Wow. So he waits. Well, that shows you also how much attention you've paid to him. <laughs> he has to feel like he has to do all this on his own. He doesn't feel like he has anyone to talk no, to. No, there's no one there in the house that you can count on. I, I, I might as well do it. Come on. I'll get a flashlight by myself. Up. Find me a Dr. Seuss. Yeah. I've been more present since I got rid of that radio show. Well, I agree with that. No, I know. But, um, we're but, teasing, honey. But he, <laughs> no, he's, he's a tough kid, and he wakes up the day we're flying home, and he is not moving. He's sleeping. He never sleeps in. Oh. He's like me. He likes getting up real early. So when he's, My daughter likes sleeping, and he likes to get up really early. So he's laying around, and he's lethargic, and he's tired, and he's, we're like, oh, God, he's sick. So we have to get out of the house and get to the airport, and we get to uh, the airport, and, and now we're in line at security. Right. First of all, he's puking in the car. I should say that the rent, oh. the rental, the yeah. rental. Oh. To the point where, like, you don't even have to have a seatbelt on. We let him lay between sure. seats because we just want him comfortable. Because he couldn't sit without starting to puke when one of those oh, sicknesses. Man. So we get to the airport, and now I feel I feel a little guilty. We're in the security line, yeah. And he's got a target bag, and he's puking, and we're in the he's we're, holding a target bag, puking. He's holding. Yes. As we're rubbing his back at this point. <laughs> Going through security. And, and, and there was a delay. Man. We were standing there for an hour. This is adorable and, and uncomfortable at the same yeah. time. Yeah, we, and not in a bad way. We were standing for an hour, and he's as sick as a kid could be. And now the dilemma is, we want to get home. Do we tell anybody? Because if I'm on a plane and someone's sick, I'd be pissed mm. that they're flying, right? It depends on how... I had to get home. Right. That's where I was going. That's it. That's where I was going. That's where I was going. That's where we're all hypocrites. Because if there's another family with this same thing... Oh, then you go, what the fuck are these You'd be screaming bloody murder like, don't you have any respect for anyone else? But then if it happens to you or your family, then of course you're going to do exactly what that other family did. If you're in line at security and the family in front of you you don't know, and one of their kids is puking in a Target bag... What are you doing then? I'm going to hope it's not contagious. I hope it's not contagious. That'd be it. Yeah. My, my, I literally would go Mr. Oh. Libra 50-50. I'm like, I hope he's got food poisoning. Yeah. Well, and yeah. this has got nothing to do with I'm going to be snotting and shitting two days later. Uh, that would well, be my comment. Yeah. Be we my. made sure he wasn't rubbing his hands on anything. and Except for the flight attendant. And then when we got... <laughs> And then when we got your on son. the plane, we, yeah, we uh, oh wait, hey. <laughs> I was doing we did joke. we did what we could. Well, sure, yeah. you know. So, but well, no, you're uh, a good dad again, which goes back kid. to the original point of no one thinks that you're capable of this really nice thought process where you work through this hear, and consider other hear people. Hear me on a radio show and think that's how I am in, in real no, life. No, you later, you later. You know, if I wrote, if every joke I wrote for the first 10 years of comedy presented me as a certain way, then none yeah. of the jokes ever would work yeah. after that. Yeah. Not that I've ever written a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll self-deprecate myself. So, so we get home. My son has uh, flu type A, which is the bad one. Uh, my daughter had strep throat. 
which then turned into because she wasn't getting better. She has walking <laughs> pneumonia. I have the flu. I'm at the end of it. And uh, and my wife, I don't know what she has. Getting ready to run the New York City Marathon. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, she's, she's such she's a, a jam. She, no. Yeah, she's tough, too. She's a fucking jam. Oh, by the way, you know what? She's I, Philly tough. No, oh, she's oh, Philly okay. tough. Yeah. <laughs> they laugh at germs. You can, remember I was saying how my son is tough? Yes. I, maybe I didn't have to say this, but I'm going to. He gets it from my wife, not me. Ah, oh, fair she's enough. She's tough. But she's got probably the flu, too. But she just handles it. Uh, you know, it handles it better. Whatever. Oh, man. But that was more or less my Disney trip. Except for one one more quick story. Please. So, the back's starting to get better. We're in the jacuzzi. Fi- finally relaxing after a couple of really hectic days in the parks. Good times, but hectic. You know. You, I saw. Oh, okay, you're right. Okay. Right. And all of a sudden, um, my uh, my brother-in-law in the jacuzzi, he, uh, he feels something squishy in the jacuzzi. <laughs> With his hand or his foot? His big toe. Okay. <laughs> Legitimate question. And let's just say one of the kids, I am not no. going to call out the kid, no. decided to, no. to let, uh, you know, to let, a, go. to let a nugget go Had in the go. jacuzzi. <laughs> but it sunk to the bottom. So what does that mean? A lot of fiber with the kid? It. Or it, uh, to the bottom. I don't know. Density. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. We were all too scared to tell my father-in-law because he's a big blue-collar guy. And you know, he, he, he needs maybe things not to be germy, let's just say. Okay. Well, uh, well said. Very, okay. well, very well said. Okay. Very well said. So we decided the, co- the course of action was <laughs> to squish it down the drain. <laughs> stomp it out. He's, stomp it through the drain. He st- he, my brother-in-law stomped it out with his big toe and got it, uh, you know, and hustled it down the drain like by it. squishing like it. it through. I like it. So, Wait a minute. You're in a hot tub? Yeah. And then we so much like the plane recirculating the air, it was just shit particles shooting out of the oh, jets in the hot tub <laughs> after that. We never changed oh, the water. We continued using the jacuzzi. But you stomped it down the drain. Oh. He mushed it. You got to mush that mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Yeah. Or if you got it in your toe, just drop it out like a walnut, you yeah. know? Oh, Good Lord. Man. And besides, you know, and the, oh. and, the, and the rest of Disney was Disney for the people that. <laughs> Other have, have you ever been to Disney? I've been to Disneyland when I was a kid, not Disney oh, World. Okay. California or Florida? California. California. The real one. Yeah, we went to the original. Any memories? Uh, we had a, a, a Chevy Good Times van. Ooh, that we <laughs> like Scooby Doo? That was nice. It like Scooby Doo? Uh, that's right. right. It was, uh, it was uh, brown and blue and had captain's chairs all over and nice. a TV in the back. It was very nice. I, I even drove that shit in college. For you a while, I, I, had, I had the van in college. At Texas A&M. Got pulled over all the time. Of, of course, course. You did. constantly. <laughs> said of course. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you remember my buddy Clay? Yes. Who was my roommate? Who works for Bucky's? Oh, really? Bucky's is the Walmart yeah, yeah, size. Yeah. You know, Clay, I've heard that's his, his buddy. Okay. Yeah. Our claim to fame is: uh, I know the president of Piggly Wiggly, and he knows the president of Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> So we can get all the Piggly Wiggly Bucky Beaver swag. nuggets you want. You want. You want, right. you want a t-shirt? Let's go. But, he would, but Clay, Clay was always real paranoid around cops. And since my dad was a judge and I was around law enforcement people, I kind of knew how to deal with them. And we got, we got pulled over multiple times in the van for whatever reason. And uh, we, I rolled a stop sign. We were going back to the house we lived in college. And we got lit up. We weren't drunk. No weed on us. Nothing, you know. And so Clay's just tightens up. He's just worried as can be. And I know, I'm like looking forward to dealing with the cops. Cop comes over. Where are all coming from? All this time we're up here. They're drinking. No, they're drinking. Whatever. And I remember I said something smart ass. And the cop goes, he asked me if I had any drugs or guns in the car. And I go, what do you need? <laughs> 
And he goes, out of the van. Texas. Get out. Get out. Out Texas. of the van. And so Clay's looking at me like, fuck, dude. Like, but we don't have anything in there. And then, yeah, so that was it. There was nothing in the car. Well, your dad was a judge. He was a judge. And then didn't, judge. didn't somebody, didn't Woody Harrelson's dad try to kill his dad or something? <laughs> there's a well, no. Well, this is an interesting. Well, one. Willie Harrelson's dad. Woody was there. Was there was a? Uh, what, I said Willie. Sorry, Woody. Woody. Ha- right. Right. Woody Harrelson's dad killed JFK. We all know that. But well, there was a. He had a. Yeah. The, he had a restraining. There was a time. My dad was. Um, he was. Wait. So, he he knows Woody Harrelson's dad. For, fortunately, no. Because <laughs> if he had, it means no. his dad is dead. Right. Because Woody Harrelson's dad, I think... Uh, he knows this. Uh, ...is doing life in prison. Yes. Oh, he was dead already. He's no, dead. But he's, 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 he died he's in dead. prison. But this okay. call, they, they yeah. had state troopers in front of his And house. then the rumor is that Woody Harrelson's dad had something to do with JFK's assassination. That, that, just that to was, fill in some of the blanks. That but was one ahead, of the rumors John. as one of the three hobos. Right. That they... What, 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 what do they say? Or what did Trump say? That Ted Cruz's father was one of the hobos? Yes. Or oh, some right. Shit? Yeah, right. But there was like legitimate possibility that Charles Harrelson... This is a good story, though. Can I get a shiner? Yeah. You want to say something on the podcast, Matt? Matt Gebhard is here, owner of Gebhard's. Hello, everybody. Where we only know one goddamn thing for life. Never put cinnamon in the coffee maker. (laughs) It's a shitty, gross idea. It's horrible. I don't care if it's Christmas right now and cinnamon and nutmeg might be prevalent, but our man, Matt, that owns Gab, we have t-shirts. I will send you a free t-shirt that says, never put cinnamon in the coffee maker. Try it, even at home. fucking gross. (laughs) What happened to you that you... Well, I was going to the bathroom. No, I mean with him. No, I don't know what... I think he started... Well, sorry, Dan. Coffee's important. Coffee's important. We've got got a shared coffee maker here for the whole staff. And some wise ass <laughs> thinks it's a good idea to dump cinnamon inside the filter with the coffee. In the itself. cone. In the cone. Are you fucking kidding me? This is it's a group thing, right? So everybody <laughs> gets to enjoy first, the coffee. It was one of our first days here. Yeah, it's <laughs> so we made the sign that said, Do not put cinnamon in the coffee maker. You're a dick. That's fucking gross. You're and we dick. posted it and then that's the that's the only thing that we Then we came back four weeks later and there were fucking t shirts just sitting <laughs> on the back. Because I think I told him I'm like because I saw the sign. I was going to the bathroom, and I saw right by the coffee machines. I'm like, don't do this. You're a fucking dick. Everything he just said. I'm like, if that ain't a goddamn T-shirt, I'll print them up. <laughs> I go, I'll print them I up right now. Right and then about two weeks later, he fucking sent me one. Nice. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I still have it in my drawer. I still. And, you shouldn't put, and uh, people go, what does that mean? I'm like, go to Gebhard's 72nd Broadway. <laughs> go to 72nd You don't put Broadway. cinnamon and sugar on the rim of a, a pumpkin ale, right? You don't do that ah. shit either, right? Okay, good. Another <laughs> Place where cinnamon doesn't belong. Nah. I like a good pumpkin ale this time of year. I don't. You don't like the pumpkin ale? I don't like any of that. Uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, Tic Tac pumpkin ale. No. <laughs> no. But I the- want hunts of net mugging and star anise, and then maybe Patrice <laughs> jacked off and we got the sweat off his balls on the rim. It's just, once you get too but fucking obscure with your No, I understand that, but the trend has become with the pumpkin ale is you put like the it. cinnamon sugar on the, on the yeah. rim. And the women just gobble it up. No, women don't drink pumpkin ale, right, Matt? No, they do. They do. I mean, uh, women drink the same thing all the guys drink. They do if your name is anymore. Linus. What about the thems? Do <laughs> they drink the pumpkin ale? The whoms? The thems. Who's the thems? <laughs> they, them. Are you not progressive? I'm not there yet. <laughs> Which is what we do on this show. <laughs> I'm not there. We spend our entire time working on things that never work. I'm not there yet either, and I think it's okay to say that as long. And I'll say it again: as long as you don't have the hate in your heart, don't. I, I, I need to call you something. You be privy to everything. You can't know what everybody wants to hear anyway. You right. know, and right. until you do, you don't know. So. Yeah. 
There are people that want to be called what? They's and them's? They, them. That's right. They, That's them. tonight. He's got tonight. He's going yeah. down to introduce a show in a couple hours. And on the lineup, the girl's name was there. And it's like, you know, Wendy Johnson. Well, we don't know. Well, I'm saying, I made it up. I think. Wendy, right. But it, says, it says her name. Right. And then it says in parentheses next to it, but you have to introduce her as they or them. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I'm not even sure what to do, to be honest with you. Oh, Please I, welcome to the stage them. They or them, apparently. Yeah, I guess, Last yeah. week at the Strip, the guy's name was... Don't say that. African that, Right, don't do that. That's that not they or them. Last, <laughs> last week at the Strip, the guy was NYA. And so I'm like, Naya? And he's like, no, it's Nyah. Nyah, right. Yeah. And I went, I screamed that for an hour. Good. Good I for went, you. He, by the end of the, Before I introduced him, he changed it. I'm Doug. <laughs> 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 That's Matt from Gebhardt. He's awesome. <laughs> uh, no, that mother. What the fuck? All right, let's that? get back to the story. So I, I didn't oh, forget. Sorry. Uh, right. Woody Harrelson, JFK, uh, the the grassy knoll. Right, my uh, one of the hobos. All that stuff. Go ahead. My my part or perspective of that is I had a recurring nightmare when I was a kid of sitting at the dining room table with my mom and sister and dad. Somebody knocks on the door. The door opens. I look, and a gun comes up and shoots my dad. I had that for like most of my childhood. He's a federal and then, judge. And then as I get older, I find out, well, when he was assistant district attorney in our town, he tried a case against this guy, rich kid, families in oil and gas, just a complete shithead. It was in some love triangle, and he wound up killing the other dude, right? And so the case went you know, to court and all that. Well, he was well-connected with all sorts of people in, in Texas and in the Southwest. And honestly, there's so much interesting stuff in that it's almost as comparable to, like, a Goodfellas type of thing, how it goes back. Way better than the Irishman. But, like, it's, Way better you know, than I mean. Mississippi, though, there's a Dixie Mafia. There's a who. I mean, there's, there's a whole so, loose-lit, you know. I mean, it, it goes I, back I, to, like, the 50s. No, read know? Mississippi Mud. It's yeah, great. Yeah. But um, there's a thing called the Dixie Mafia, which is not a La Cosa Nostra. But it was yet a little loose right. knit group of murderers that they could find. Thanks, oh, brother. Geez, right. But um Oh I love Shiner. Shiner, yeah, yeah. Oh Shiner, very Well nice. let me go get another Shiner. Oh, very nice. Here, tell the story, Judge. All right, so I, I find out, you know, as I got older I find out what the whole story was. When I was probably five years old, my dad was assistant district attorney. He was trying this case against this guy. And you never had Shiner Bach? Yeah, I, I, oh yeah, yeah. It's from right near my hometown. No, that's a different. Uh, He's piggy. No, I'm not. It was good. It You're just tasted whiner. different because it's a, a different fucking t- whiner. <laughs> On your beard. You, you are a fucking whiner. What, are you, what did I do to Shiner you? Shiner Bach. That's a good. That's dish. yours. Perfect. All right, here you have that one. Okay, nice. I'll take that one. No, Since I they're like, different. <laughs> no, the Shiner has many different. Uh, they have a variety of stuff. Yeah, but that's yeah, a regular they, Shiner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. All right, so anyway. Um, For the record, I like my shiner here at Shiner. That's a good one. Thank you, Matt. I'm appreciative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like my back's against the wall. Never. <laughs> my Never. Go ahead. All right, so I'm, uh, like five, I'm five years old at the time, and so my dad's trying this case against this guy and somebody else for killing this other guy. Well, that guy Robinson was real tied into all sorts of people. And he put a hit out on my dad and the other, uh, or the other assistant district attorney. So what I remember as a five-year-old is all these adults came to our house 
and they all had guns and they were all hanging around and all this. And then the other assistant district attorney found out from the FBI that there was a hit on both of them before my dad did. And he didn't even tell my dad and he booked it out of town. Oh my God. Uh, and that, and when dad told me that when I was older, I got so pissed off about that just cause that guy was like a family friend and shit, but yeah. he just took off. But anyway, and he's dead now. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> so good answer. Anyway. Yeah. Cancer got him anyway. So, um, Wow, he didn't give your dad the heads up? Didn't even up? give the heads nope. up until the FBI contacted my dad. And then, outside the house. And then the other guy had already been long gone, took his family out of town. Well, so, you know, I don't know this, obviously, when I'm a kid, but all these adults are around and all this. And I found out later on that one of my dad's good friends, who was a private investigator, former bodybuilder, all this, as he got older, he became the fat guy in overalls who's had, like, a crazy good life. He was a marksman in the military. He sat on the museum that was across the street from our house for three days with a rifle trained on our door in case anybody showed, case up, showed up. Right? And so, um, so, okay, there's a hit out on my dad, whatever. So the hitman uh, killed a federal judge. It was the first sitting federal judge to get killed, uh, Judge John Wood in San Antonio. He was leaving in the morning to go to court with his wife on the front porch and somebody shoots him and kills him on the porch. Killed him because he was known as Maximum John. He gave the highest, uh, uh, we give the biggest sentences to drug cases out and a lot of them were from El Paso. It was like San Antonio, Western District, El Paso. So they hated that guy. They hired a hitman to kill that judge because one of their family members was going in front of that judge soon as if it mattered whether the judge was there or not killed that federal judge the same guy got the contract to kill my dad and this other assistant district attorney well the guy was you know coked out uh, a degenerate gambler all this he's in a red corvette uh, coming out of houston going down to our hometown to kill my dad and the other guy coked out blows past our town and he was wanted for that murder of the federal judge and gets pulled over speeding in a town outside of ours. The next town. At next town over, gets arrested and sent to jail. And that was Charles Harrelson, Woody Harrelson's father. So, <laughs> needless to say, we didn't watch a lot of Cheers when I was growing up. <laughs> we didn't watch a lot of that. And I've always wanted to, and, and like, and Charles. Uh, uh, they were Woody, strange, I think. Well, I mean, he's they were, but, but Woody Harrelson, from what I saw, defended his father and thought he was innocent even up until he died and i just would i just hope to god someday and not in a dick kind of way but how cool would it be if i see woody harrelson somewhere and be like hey woody your dad was contracted to kill, kill my dad i would just love the opportunity to say that wow yeah, that was the thing that is another yeah thank you great story you're welcome yeah yeah charles harrelson and all these people say. you just talked about they're all dead right hopefully uh well Woody's charles harrelson's alive. dead uh my dad's still around, and dad, dad referred, and my dad. How do you get past the fact that there was a hit out on your dad? Uh, and there's when, a when sniper does, on your roof. Yeah, yeah. when yeah. does life kind of go back to normal where you just assume it's going to be okay? Because you'll, well, I guess in the back of your mind, you never know if it's ever going to be okay. Well, I was, I was. Especially in such a small town. Sorry, Small man. town. Yeah. I was In a big city, that's standard operating procedure I was five years old at the time, so I, again, I only remember, remember a bunch of people being in our house. And as I got older, then I heard the story and all this. Um but that was like an isolated thing and they got the guy and, and you know, it was done and all that. But my dad who became county judge and he was an attorney till he just retired recently. Uh, when he talks about those times, he refers to those as the fun times. Like <laughs> right. that was like, you know, when crazy shit was Never going on, you know, it was exciting. Yeah, that's, it was exciting. That's insane. But man. you know, it was, it was just the weirdest can. And there's so many can, and like the JFK thing. I mean, Charles Harrelson, 
was a degenerate gambler marksman, though. Like, the guy could shoot, obviously. Where did he get was, his skills from? Was he I in, think he was, was in the he military. In the, okay, that's I, I, and I, I, I don't know for sure, but people have commented. I, I've read different stories about this. People have commented how much of a marksman he was. But he was a, you know, cokehead, degenerate gambler, all this, you know. And then his wife, and I don't know for sure if it was Woody Harrelson's mom, maybe not, but his wife at the time, she got convicted of supplying the gun that killed that federal judge. But he was the first fe- sitting federal judge to ever be assassinated, and that was Charles Harrelson. And literally, days later, had the contract on my dad. Man, if I was a federal judge, yeah. I'd, I would be like, you're all doing a great job. <laughs> you're yeah, you're right. doing a great your job. Honor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Your honor, your honor, your honor. Nothing right. but your honor. But your sentence is picking up litter next Saturday right. outside the yeah. high school. But there's parts of, of Texas history that you'll never hear. Done. That it's just like yeah, it's like Goodfellas type stuff, man. I mean, it's wow. just it's so interesting. Well, the Dixie you know? Mafia stuff. I was telling uh, Mississippi Mud is a great book, and I'm from Alabama. And it's about Mississippi, but yeah. these guys were running a um, they were running a it's a very it's been done on Dateline and own and whatever. Yeah. It should be a movie, but they these convicts were orchestrating this stealing money from rich people out of the prison on a telemarketing scam. Wow. They'd call these adult businessmen and get them lured in on their sexual fantasies. And because and it's, it's on a prison line, they don't know it's convicts. <laughs> and so it's kind of the equivalent of like catfishing. They're ghosting them, and they're like, send me money, and maybe when we get out one day, we'll get married. Yeah. and. They're writing all this stuff, but sure. it's a really good book. Because Colin Quinn, Colin told me many years ago, he goes, "Have you seen? Have you read Mississippi Mud?" And I'm like, "Fuck, I love Mississippi Mud." <laughs> he goes, "This should be, He goes, "Is the Dixie Mafia real?" I'm like, "The mayor of my hometown kind of admitted 30, 40 years ago that yes, it ain't La Cosa Nostra, right? right. But there's a hillbilly train on. If you want to call a hitman or." Somebody to do something ugly that there was a little bit of a download, pay this well, guy and, off, and meet, probably, him, meet him in a truck stop in Biloxi. <laughs> right, right. And there was probably connections with that to people in Chicago. And, right. and, and it was New loose York, knit. It was a whole key. Just like in sure. Texas. Just like in Texas, especially politically. Which I would mean, make sense. Yeah. That's why it's the Dixie Mafia. They ain't got no goddamn organization or they right. won the war. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they make a documentary out of that? <laughs> there's been, there's been, I've seen Datelines in 2020. I hate Dateline. I get up early. Oh, on the I love it. I like instead it. of uh, cable news being on, it's like, and the killer was in I the like house. watching murder. And the killer was I in the house. I love murder. I love Oh, yeah. What do you like? Uh, any of it. I don't even know. What was on the last time I was there? Lifetime. Uh, not Lifetime. What the hell? Uh, Law and Order. Oh, I'm always watching Law and Order because. Between SVU and CSI and all the variations of Law and Order, yeah, there's a million episodes that I haven't seen. So being on the road a million years, I live where I'm like, come on, Belzer, let's get out here and nail their ass to the wall. <laughs> what do you got for us? It's Belzer? like eight thirty in the morning, you know. And I'm, come on, Elliot Spencer. Right, right. Da, da, da. To be continued. <laughs> Sorry, but the people around me, they're like, oh, I'm telling you, uh, the episode should be shorter. People's attention spans. They don't want to listen to hour and a half, two hour episodes. And I'm like, I don't know about that because the numbers are good and the feedback is good on this uh, podcast. But anyway, on the next episode of the Opie Radio podcast, we'll be back at Gebhardt's with uh, Vic Henley, the baby pigeon killer, and his neighbor Judd. Plenty of other stories to get to. But right now, to finish up this episode, I want to give uh, the pod squad some space on this uh, podcast. 
So Butters is collecting audio like the old uh, FU line that we used to have where you could call up and say whatever the hell you want, but we're doing it through Google Drive. There's a link to the uh, Facebook group, by the way, in the description of this episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? Creamy Butters here. Let's check in with the Opie Radio Podcast Facebook page. What do you got, Pod Squad? Hey, guys. Sergeant Mark here. Figured I'd send a message to my good old friend Butters. I'm sitting here today watching TV and all these um, fake insane bullshit going on with people trying to impeach trump because you know he won and i'm thinking can anything get any more insane than this ridiculous impeachment of our great president i didn't think anything could but then all of a sudden out of nowhere your pets come into the picture and these sons of bitches are cheating against the one and 50 cincinnati Bengals. it's over buddy Tommy boy, wrap it up. You're done. Pats, you're done. Butters, I hope you enjoyed all those parades because it is over. Done. See ya. Goddamn cheaters. Go birds. Hey, Mark, thanks for bringing that much energy to the podcast. Listen, there's one thing I don't understand. I don't understand why a, why a Trump supporter doesn't like the New England Patriots. They have a lot of similarities. Uh, they don't follow the rules. Um, they have a fan base that doesn't care what they do. They just follow them religiously. They both have crybabies that just want to eliminate all their wins. And in spite of all that, they just keep winning, winning, winning. Foo, you really should be a New England Patriots supporter. Uh, next up, my one of my little brothers. Uh, he's actually older than me, but I think of him as a little brother, John from VA. What's up, guys? I got to thank my pal, Creamy Butters. That sounds a little bit creamy. <laughs> but Opie, keep up the fantastic work. You and Carl had a great chemistry. You all still do. You miss him. But you have many, 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 many friends. And you know what? Fuck the haters. Just do you. Happy holidays. Godspeed. Thanks, Butters. John, thank you, you adorable little fuck. Uh, Carly, uh, how do people get their stuff on the OP Radio podcast? Have you always wanted to be a star? Well, now it's easy. Just record a voice memo and send it to Creamy Butters. You might even hear yourself on the all-new Opie Radio podcast. If you're wondering if she's as beautiful as she sounds, she's actually more beautiful. Uh, uh, everybody, if you want to get your audio on, just email creamybutters at gmail.com and we'll get you on. Most importantly, don't forget to join the Opie Radio podcast Facebook group and join the fucking party.